You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I am Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. OKSIS. Sisters! Hey, sisters. Yo, 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 what's up, sister? Sister, sister. Sister, sister. Oh, geez. That was pretty good. That no, sounded pretty that good. That was not good. Um, for those that don't know, I... Okay, I'm trying to introduce myself over here. Sorry. I'm Scout. I'm Mads. Okay, thanks for mocking me. <laughs> and we are the sisters behind OK Sis Podcast. That we are. That we are. Um, so I have a PSA. Ooh. Yeah, it's serious. Oi, I am officially denouncing skincare. And let me tell you why. Let <laughs> me tell you why. Yesterday, my husband comes up to me and says, Babe, do you think that maybe all that stuff you're putting on your skin is making it worse? Which means that I have acne all over my face ever since I've started taking actual care of it. But the thing is, you had actual acne all over your face before you no, started taking care of it as well. I had it in a very regional place, and it would be like two pimples, and I literally have pimples all I over mean, my face. One, you need to just go to a dermatologist. That's what you need to do. Okay. Because you're obviously, you do have like cystic acne. You have acne. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> That's what I'm fucking trying like, to say over here. For me, like, yours is not hormonal. Like, yours is, like, straight-up acne. Something is different in your body. You need to go to a dermatologist and get some pills or get some something, whatever. Oh, my God. Something stronger. Pills? Like, you need, no, you need something, like, over, not over-the-counter. Like, you need something, like, some strong shit. Oh, great. Um, Let me just on the spend other another end of the few spectrum, hundred dollars real quick. Yeah, on the other end of the spectrum, I just got my full array of, of Shawnee Darden. Darden. Now I am officially hashtag skin by Shawnee. Okay, so I really want to buy Shawnee's thing, but I just think it's like I shouldn't be buying products. I don't right know. Now. You need to stop. You need to go to a dermatologist. That's that is 
Okay. Homework. Okay. Homework. Just go. Why do I always have homework off this podcast? Because you, I don't know. Like I'm literally all you do is give me homework. I'm the teacher. I know. Apparently. God, I would hate to be a teacher. Remember when I used to like pretend we would play teacher and I'd be the teacher and you would be the student and I would like grade your papers and I would have like a stack of papers that I would grade? No. Oh, we used to play that God, game. I don't remember anything, but I think I have like, I, well, I definitely have short term memory loss. I don't remember anything. Remember we would play mermaid in the pool? Nope. What about shipwreck? Nope. What about archaeologists outside? We took a toothbrush and per- pretended we found bones. Nope. Okay. So. You don't remember your entire I don't remember, childhood. I don't remember anything, yeah. Do you remember Dad drinking to the Almond Brothers? <gasps> yes. Okay, good, because that's a the solid Almond memory. Brothers, Gypsy Kings, and Santana are burned into my and brain. Grateful Dead. Sure, but like they are just like literally burned into if my I, brain. If I hear any song by those bands, I'm just transported back to the pool. So Mads and I went to a Carlos Santana concert once, and literally nobody was moving their bodies. They were just sitting there with like a fucking statue. And so her and I went crazy, and we were like dancing we're everywhere. We were like spinning. We had. A I table. almost took my shirt off, to be honest. Yeah, we were definitely fangirling over uh, Santana. That's for sure. I totally would have thrown my bra on stage. Um, he was like 85. Yeah, I don't care. It's fucking Carlos Santana. Yeah, I'm cursing too much on this intro. <laughs> I'm feeling self-confidence, self-conscious about you're it. You're saying now. you're feeling self-confidence? I don't even notice when I curse. Really? I, I don't do. notice it anymore. It's just like a, it's like natural integration into my well, language, our into, my, into curse, my lexicon. Yeah, well, our parents, I remember the first time I cursed in front of mom. I was like, let me see if she'll notice if I say damn. So <laughs> I, I said what? damn when I was 13. You're and I was such like, a nerd. I was so nervous. I was like, is she going to get mad at me? But I just tried it and she didn't even like flinch. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. They didn't even know what, w- they didn't even listen to us. We didn't know I remember we someone came up to an elementary school and was like, your mom is so cool. She says shit. And I was like, oh, my God. I feel like you've said this on the podcast before. No, I've never said that on the podcast. You've definitely said it. I've said it to you. I've never said it on the podcast. Oh, my God. My memory. Yeah, your memory. What's going on? I don't know. It's always been like this. It's just like fleeting before my eyes. Oh, interesting. I have a really good memory. Well, that's great. I have a bad short-term memory, but I have a really good long-term memory. I take some, I take brain pills. Do you now? It's not working. Okay. Which ones do you take? It's not ashwagandha because I know that's like a thing for that's no, it's definitely not. But it starts with an A and an X and an I S T H A N existence. Okay, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, my long term memory is really good. I remember a lot from being younger. Um, okay, should we Anyways. do the word of the week? <laughs> yes, we digress. We digress. Okay, so the word of the week is repartee, and it means it's a noun, mm. and it means a quick and witty reply. Ooh. Right? So good for OK yes. Sis. That's a, wait, say it again. Was it a noun? Repartee. 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 So, like, I fired off a repartee. Yes, I fired Ooh. off a motherfucking repartee. I feel like I'm the queen of repartees. You are the queen of repartees. I am like a witty one liner princess. The only person that thinks I'm funny is mom, so. Yeah, she doesn't really no, have no, a good barometer. Your for boyfriend comedy. thinks I'm funny. Ben thinks I'm funny. I feel like admit it's it. in a sarcastic way. No, though. admit it. He thinks I'm funny. He does. He, yeah, your mannerisms are silly. That's that's true. Yeah, and I think you make me pretty silly. Yes, I definitely bring out you, the silliness within you. There is some, and it comes out when I am in your presence. Yes, I agree. Repartee. What a good word. What a good word. I'm right. Using that. Yeah, for sure. People. That's like a good one to like whip out randomly. Whip it out. Yes, definitely. Okay, so this week we interviewed Catherine Zahorek. Yes. Oh, yeah. Parisian Describe vibes. Her. 
total Parisian vibes. Classic, vintage, like old Hollywood, but like planted in Silver Lake. She looks like Catherine Hepburn, and she was named after her. Yep, that is it. That's the vibe. That is the vibe. Right? Isn't that the vibe? She just has these like... But like with a little bit of like Echo Park Silver Lake in her. I just said that. Oh, I didn't hear that. I was not oh listening, God. I guess. What? Sorry, I totally I missed that. I literally just said that. I really missed that. Interesting. Okay, keep going. I'm sorry. I'm feeling very undervalued. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she definitely gives off the Silver Lake Echo Park vibe. There is a very distinct vibe over there on the east side of L.A., um, oh she God, does we had so many things. Yeah. She's an actress. <gasps> multi uh, multi hyphenate over there. Multi hyphenate. She's an actress. She's a blogger. She's a fitness instructor. Fitness instructor. Crazy. She does a lot. She juggles a lot for sure. Totally. I don't know. We had a really. It was a very diverse conversation. Yeah, I think sure you guys are gonna like it. She and I know her from back in the day. We went to college together for a year, so that's how I know God, her. Cute. I know it was kind of fun to be reunited. Um. Also, sisters. You guys should all rate and subscribe. Oh, yes. If you like OK Sis and you want us to stick around. <laughs> I love how Scout just like goes into like advertising mode. If you love us. Marketing mode. If you could please rate and review, we will literally love you for the rest of our lives. We get it. It's it's so annoying to rate and review. No, it's not. It takes and like subscribe. 30 seconds. It's just like everyone is so lazy. It's just like such a hard thing to do. Even what are if you, you talking jo- about? It is like the easiest <laughs> thing in the world. You just hit a button. I'm joking. I'm be- I'm being facetious. Oh, sorry. Didn't pick up on Dear that. God. Um. Anyways, no. Yes, please go hit the five stars. That's all you have to do. Then. Go into the comments. You don't need to leave something super. You don't need to leave a monologue, even though we leave would appreciate. Leave a repartee. A repartee. Leave a repartee. Yeah. Guys. Points for me. Points Guys. for me. Guys. That is perfect. Everyone should go and leave a repartee. 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 In the, con- in the reviews. Mm-hmm. Okay, sis. iTunes podcast. It'll Love be great. it. Yeah, we're, okay, we're gonna next week. We're gonna go look see if there's some repartees up in there. Okay, I'm that's like a, a challenge. Few. You're gonna leave a few. <laughs> that's not how that's supposed to work. But anyways, okay, <laughs> sisters, we hope you enjoy this episode. Don't worry, we love you. Love you. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA grown, eco conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. 
Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute. I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Okay, sisters, let's talk about hair shedding. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little more of your scalp? Hi, I've been there. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted, whole-body approach. Ugh, thinning hair just isn't the vibe. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Amen. Everyone's root causes of hair thinning are different, so a one-size-fits-all approach to hair growth just doesn't cut it. Nutrafol has multiple formulas that are tailored to give your hair what it needs to grow through different stages, such as postpartum, like me. After I gave birth, I noticed that around the crown of my head, my hair was shedding. I've been taking Nutrafol for almost three months at this point, and I am not kidding you when my husband, my friends, my family have been commenting on how long, strong, and healthy my hair has been looking lately. I mean, sisters, if you've been watching OK Sister on YouTube, you've seen my hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. I mean, 86% is a lot of women. Take their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code OKSIS. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans 
jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Catherine Zahorik is a beauty of all trades, blogger, actress, and fitness instructor here in Los Angeles, California. You've probably seen her on Instagram with her whimsical, romantic, and beautifully curated posts, but she also keeps it real and supports local LA brands. Her blog, East West Edge, combines her East Coast flair with her West Coast living style, an effortless approach to the modern girl. She is the go-to girl for inspiration. So without further ado, Catherine. Hi, thanks for having me, guys. We're so excited. We've been trying to get this booked for so long. Ah, kind of true. I'm oh a little busy. <laughs> you're I amazing. Bet. You were so you were so you were doing so many things. Kind of all over the place. I feel like that's part of being a creative in LA. Totally. I think you guys can relate to it. We you, every day is different. I wake mm-hmm. up and I don't know what my schedule could be. I could get a call to be at an audition or a meeting and just on my toes at all cast. Absolutely. <laughs> um, just for all the listeners, Catherine looks like a Parisian. Oh, like she's straight out of Paris. Yeah, like damn. Someone just you like, look like you're straight out of Paris. Plucked her out of like a nice little Parisian <laughs> town center. You know yes. what I mean? We're no. trying. We're trying, We're trying. guys. Like, <laughs> Is that the vibe you go for? Yeah, I mean, I, I was in Paris this summer and oh. I constantly don't feel like I fit in with the typical LA girl mm. aesthetic. Not, not. Yeah. The cool LA girl. I, that sounds shitty. <laughs> no, no, we get what you're saying. We know what you're saying. But you, I mean, you live on the east side. East side yeah. yeah. So you're you're the cool LA girl. Yeah. You're not the like Botox <laughs> Beverly Hills girl. I mean. No, definitely no. not. You're the cool LA girl. Bless. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> Okay, should we do a round of current fixations? Yes. Sure. You want to start, Matt? I can start. Get it. Okay, so... I know we don't usually plug other podcasts on our podcast, but you know what? <laughs> Fuck it, because I am a big podcast person, and I listen to about 50 podcasts a day. So I just discovered Rebecca Minkoff's new podcast Ooh, called I, Super Women. Oh, cool. Yeah, and she's having this, like, revitalization, or maybe I just wasn't really ever no she is yeah like there's some she's like everywhere now and one i never even knew what she looked like she is this young fresh gorgeous woman and a powerhouse obviously her brand is so relevant and there's a reason for that she's constantly innovating and it seems like she's using her power and her influence to kind of elevate higher causes and things like that and especially with um revolving women's rights so she interviews successful women. She's interviewed Hillary Kirk, Cassandra Gray, Jen cool. Gotch. Um, and she's all about elevating women's voices, kind of similar to what we do here. There you go. <laughs> and I know she's our competition, even though she is a Rebecca Minkoff. But, um, you know, any any channel in any space that is elevating women, women. Yeah, yeah, you know we're what? Here like, for it. We're here for it. I'm not going to, like, not listen to her. You know, she's, uh, she has an amazing 
resume of women that are on the podcast and guests. So it's a really exciting, um, and you know, she's super vulnerable. She asks really honest feedback and tips from these women and how they've accomplished what they have. And, um, I don't know. I just, I'm kind of like falling in love with Rebecca Minkoff. Like I didn't know. I I liked her. I need to check out this podcast. I need to listen to this podcast. Yeah. 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 It's really, really stellar. And, um, Ooh, stellar. Nice adjective (gasps) there, Mads. Oh yeah. I've been uh, freshening up on my adjectives. You know, mixing it up. We kind of use the same adjectives. I believe it. I will say last night, for Cyber Monday, I bought a pair of Rebecca Minkoff mm-hmm. white cowboy boots. No, and way. I have never. I think I got given by my mom or some a family member that like a teal structured bag. Yes. It was cool. So, yeah, it was cool. It was like she had the bag. In yeah, like but now. Yeah, but I mean. these boots, dude. Yeah, she's, she's yeah. having a moment. Okay, and, okay. Yeah, and I'm she's done been around for forever. You look at her; she looks like she's 20 years old. She's okay, we need yeah. to ask her her Gorgeous. skincare routine. I know. Well, let's get her on the podcast and ask her her skincare there routine. There you go. That we need. That'll, we need, that'll answer. Her. We need all the insider she did tips. Her, she did her, one of her fashion weeks in LA at the Grove like two Ooh. years ago, and it, she was kind of on the cusp of understanding the power of influencers mm-hmm. and what they can do to like change the brand or f- how people perceive it. Absolutely. So I think she's yeah. yeah. I gotta read. I gotta. She also has this. Oh, I'm gonna butcher. Uh, I didn't <laughs> want to talk about this because I didn't research it as much. But but this is the gist of like she has this initiative where. She wants there to be like a stamp of when a woman is represented in specific industries. So like you can search through an industry and be able to pinpoint the women so you can hire them so you can lift them up. And oh, like, that's cool. Yeah. Like she wants a directory of women across various industries and to essentially the same way you would have. Uh, I think it's like a LinkedIn for women. Yeah. yeah or like similar to how, how you would have like Didn't the organic you? stamp or something like Didn't that. Girl like, boss you create a network. Yes. They well, just, yeah, yeah, they yeah. just did that. Yeah. yeah. So Rebecca. Yeah. And I think Rebecca Minkoff kind of had that. She was like, why are we able to like get an engineer? But why, I want a woman engineer. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to easily find, you know, so and, LinkedIn and for women. Bit. Sure. You know what? Uh, <laughs> I, I really have not researched this enough. But, okay, so we'll just but, go with that. But, yeah. but everyone, but just know that she is here for women and she's okay, doing, we love her doing, doing, doing the best. Yeah, she's, she's down, down for the women. Down for the shoes, down for the women. There we exactly. go. Okay, so my current okay. fixation yeah. is not going to elicit such conversation, but you'll thank okay. me later. Oh, cool. Um, I am obsessed with the chopped salad at Angelini's on Beverly Boulevard. <laughs> Wait, Angelini Wait. Osteria? Uh, Alimentari. They I, have different Angelinis around Los Angeles. Oh. I, uh, wait. So they have a Is little... Beverly Boulevard? There's on Beverly Boulevard. It's like three blocks away from where we're recording this episode. That's Angelino Stereo. Oh, wait. I, no, okay. I'm sure it's Alimentari. Oh, Shit, which one is... <laughs> is it pink? Yeah, it's a pink on it. Is it pink? And it's like really like it's down faded letters. Yeah. yeah, and they have like a gelato thing outside. Yes. I yes. have a feeling. I think it's both. I'm n- okay, so maybe I it's both. I think there's <laughs> the like, it's like the best pasta in. Okay, we'll just go okay, to the sorry, Angelini sorry. on Beverly <laughs> Boulevard. <laughs> this elicited some conversation, so wait, I, want, I know. Thank there you. you. <laughs> okay. Not the conversation I expected, but I'll take it. Um, So what's in the chopped salad. Okay. It's chicken, bacon, avocado, yellow raisins, almonds, and an olive oil dressing. Mm. Oh. It is so. I know. I'm eating bacon. I know. I know. So I have. Oh, sh- I didn't eat. I didn't eat bacon. <laughs> Don't tell. No, I didn't eat bacon for the first 23 years of my life. And then I worked in a cafe as a barista, and we served bacon. And one day, I was just like, 
I'm just going to try it. Casual. And then yeah. it was all over from then. And now Do I eat bacon really all the time. Like, you really like bacon? I, See, I, bacon. yeah, I, I started, you. I was I gonna say. Eat, well, I didn't, I didn't eat it the same, yeah. the same as her. But then I was like, why am I not eating this? Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Make me feel like closer to God at all. Yeah. So I just ate it once, but it's not. But it, I think because we didn't grow up on. I mean, I don't know why you love it so much, but like love because bacon. we didn't grow up on it, I just don't feel this like urge urge and yeah. like this desire to oh, like well i was like a bacon. full-on convert <laughs> on my first bite and, oh, I, yeah. and i like it because it's a really healthy salad so i like that the bacon's in there because it just adds a little bit of like comfort food status but it's a really healthy salad yeah it sounds delicious and i've been eating it literally every day for lunch break uh basing okay Catherine. okay my fixation i chose something fashion related Ooh. i kind of i have Oh my god! Why am I not eloquent? No, I am obsessed. There we go. Just don't, I am obsessed. don't think too much. Yeah, That's exactly. <laughs> I'm obsessed with. I call it the power suit. I love Ooh, seeing women yes. right now in really structured, boxy, matching set suits. Very like Diane Keaton. Yes, yes. Catherine Hepburn. She's like my idol. Reason yes. why I'm named Catherine was literally because of this woman. And really? I oh, just cute. noticed these like kind of. I, like I see it on Instagram or in magazines right now, and I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" I yeah. love seeing these like I've been women. A lot on Instagram lately because I scroll all the time. Yeah, and, me too. Um, As we all, I've do. been seeing a lot of suits on women these days. Yeah, um, like I mean, you can always if you're going fast fashion like Zara, mm-hmm. they, they, they kill have. it every time. They kill it they with do a suit. Kill it every time. But then there's like Nanushka and some other. Like I just got a suit from. They're called Draw or DRA, mm. LA based brand. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking they about. They gave me a suit. Uh, I who, love what, it. wear a collection. I'm wearing a suit for them in a couple days. And it's just, I feel so confident and just. You do a lot with who, what, wear. I do. I love those girls over there. They're like the nicest, coolest women. Community. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. always feel very safe and like confident to be myself. And I love that. I think in the social media like world and yeah. realm. It, that's what's pushing forward more. It's just like being fucking authentic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I mean, yeah. Hillary Kerr, she. I mean, they started who aware when it, it it wasn't about influencers. Back. Yeah. It was like this, and she is brilliant. Talk about another podcast. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll just plug more podcasts. She has a podcast called Second Life. She does kind of a similar thing where she interviews women, and I'm falling in love with her. Like she is so genuine and so down to earth and it just seems like she would be so nurturing although i have to say you wouldn't think that she would be i I don't know like when you hear who what where you see what what they do i don't know but and you see who's behind it it's it makes you feel very comfortable as you said although so i went to a who aware event where i saw you at on the rooftop of their um offices and i because it said it was hosted by hillary care so i brought Sorry, Kerr. I brought a present for her. So I brought a drawing from Austin Siegel, who's an artist who's been on a thing. I got it framed. I wrote her a handwritten note thanking her for hosting me. And I didn't even hear back from anybody, not a Wait, team member. Wait, who did you give it to? I gave it to the people working the event. They probably, I gave, they probably didn't. No, so, but I gave, yeah, I bet they didn't give I it to I gave the people working an Whoa. event a gift. 
and I gave <gasps> Hillary a gift. So nice. And nobody Scout? got back to me. Like, I'm sorry. I mean, of course, that I'm not like, you don't give to it. Like, expect, expect something, something back. in return. Yeah. She but never got it. She never got it. Someone got it, and someone did not email me back. Fascinating. I, I talk about this a lot. That's and this, I mean, it translates in any industry. But just, like, the more you can be a good person, a genuine person, yeah. Yeah. people are going to want to work with you. Exactly. They want to spend time with you. And yeah. I notice that's when I find success in my life. And yeah. But you're not thinking about success. You're thinking yeah. about, can I genuinely connect with people? Exactly. And I'm scared. And that's an example. Yeah. That's and so I'm interesting. Scared. I was genuinely wanted to, I was so excited to go to the event. Yeah. I was like waiting for it all month. And I Probably just came wanted, up from San Diego, I right? I came up from San yeah. Diego. Interesting. But I'm scared that that, did that scare you away from ever doing that practice again? No. Because I think that's no, something I that I think, really I think thank you cards yes. is like one of the best things you can do. And I always write thank you cards yeah. for people. Um, that's Not a lot of people of, do that. I know. And it really goes a long way. Absolutely. A handri- if anyone gets anything from this episode, a handwritten thank you note goes a very long way. People do are, it. People are so excited to to get to receive. mail. First of all, I love yeah. getting mail. I love getting I get actual so mail. My boyfriend, just, yeah, my boyfriend's like, "Why are you checking?" I'm like, "I'm checking the mail." I, I don't care. There's I, probably I no care. letters in there it's for probably me. Probably trash. Exactly, exactly. That's like my husband. Totally. He checks the mail obsessively. It's so. Funny. <laughs> I never no. check the mail. Oh, snail mail. The lost art <laughs> of a handwritten love letter. Aw, that's cute. Love letters. <laughs> okay, I want to okay. talk about East West Edge. Um, yes. It's a fashion blog that yeah. is gorgeous. Thank you. Uh, what's the inspiration behind it? Why did you create it? When did you create it? Tell us the whole backstory. Yeah. Um. I when did I start it officially? I I lived in London for study abroad in college. I was studying Shakespeare, doing like classical acting oh training. Gosh. That's like what I did in school. I was in conservatory. But I always had this, like, desire to express myself with fashion and writing, etc. And when I studied abroad, I saw it as, like, a very clear opportunity to set up a blog. It was probably, like, 2014, kind of. Blogging was definitely going on, and people followed blogging. I don't think it hit, like, that rise yet. So, anyway, I started it there. It was always this, like, hobby I did all through senior year of college. And then I moved to L.A. after school. And I one day was like, you should take this a little seriously. Like, see if you can post consistently and share your point of view because you love doing that. And from that, it's grown over the last few years. Wow. Being in so LA. Been, wow. So you've been just monitoring that for yeah. like a couple years. I, I, I always say this because I have so many things I care about. Sometimes yeah. I get nervous I'm being like spread too thin in the way. I mean, oh, yeah. Like, um, like, you're talking to the right people. We are the <laughs> phasey, not just even phasey, but we're just, we are are so interested and I feel like both of us have so many projects and so many yeah. different things and it's and it's um I don't know it's I a think hard it's balance. a test it can it can yeah. be a hard balance but I think it's a testament to who you are I mean it's I think it's just annoying when people say like you're only supposed to have one passion and like dedicate all your time it's like no like I can have several passions like I don't know it just why are you looking at me like that? I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. No, it, <laughs> you're really looking at me so judgmental. I know. No, no, no. I'm thinking no, like, but how do you, does that make sense? Like it does. I just, I mean, I mean, you have acting, you have fashion, you have your blog, you have your Instagram, you have this. It's like, sure. You, you could spend so much, you know, a hundred percent of your time on that, but 
you want to dive into those various aspects of yourself and they're and they also come a little bit faceted it also comes a little bit full good one it also comes a little bit full circle in the sense that i feel like there is a bridge these days between the influencer world and the acting definitely yeah can you talk a little bit about that yeah they overlap Um, a little bit i mean they definitely do as an actor you're constantly looking at yourself as i call it or other people call it too like a package so what do i look like what are my skills um, what are my headshots look like? My reel. Does this all line up to be what that specific thing is that I want to sell? It's and, branding. And that's branding. Mm-hmm. That's uh, blogging and Instagram practically. It's very tied in. And I think for acting, that's why I found success in certain ways because I'm able to be very specific about what I'm selling, mm-hmm. which I think some people bless actors like I know it for myself like you constantly just want to prove to everyone like I am capable I can do everything but that actually isn't that helpful as an actor it's better to kind of be like well I'm this girl Mm. on this show very specific Mm, that's interesting interesting. and how long did it take you to really figure out who that girl was that you were marketing (laughs) I still feel like I'm learning that girl it changes too as you get I'm getting older and knowing myself more. Mm-hmm. Um, but is your acting girl the same as your blogging girl, or do they kind of fulfill two separate roles They in your fulfill mind? two separate roles, but then also there is definitely crossover. For acting and kind of like what my reps and what my package for acting is, it's more edgy, mm-hmm. dark. Um, Are you drama or comedy? It's the thing... <sighs> I can do both. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Like, I'll, take I'll take any job. <laughs> no. um, I would rather do drama. Like okay. I would love, I'm, I'm writing for myself too. That's kind of a 2019 goal is to self-produce stuff. That's if awesome. you see like the actors I admire, most of them got their start writing themselves for themselves. Um, but I would love to be like, honestly, like on an HBO show or a Netflix show, something dark, something that, makes you think and dives deep into shit that's scary yeah. <laughs> for a lot of people to confront. I love being characters that allow me to experience and dive deep into things yeah. that I think we all go through. I don't know. Acting so universal. I know. <laughs> I sound so cheesy, but I no, think that's no, it's, it's connection. And yeah. I think that's why social media is so big right now. It's like yeah. people just starving to connect. Absolutely. In ways. And, you know, with, the millions of shows that Netflix and HBO and everyone is pushing out right now. I think what they're trying to get down to is that authenticity and is that sense of, you know, a real, a real badass story and something that also feels, uh, very now, you know what I mean? And I think, I think you're, I think you'll get it. Oh, What's your favorite TV show right now? Oh, my God. I watch... Honestly, I watch so much TV. I joke. It's, like, my job. Even you have to, like, watch horrible TV because it's on TV still. Yeah. And you <laughs> got to unplug. Like, um, what am I watching right now? I love... Well, I love the Ozark. Did you watch that on no, Netflix? Jason Bateman it, yeah. wrote it. That's amazing. Um, it's a drama, right? Mm-hmm. I, is that his first drama? I feel like... Uh, he's done maybe some like but movie stuff but yeah and there's some him. really just solid girls on there cool. i love i always joke like i said this once in a like agent meeting and they got mad but i love the supporting roles because i feel like you get more meaty stuff in shorter amount of time that mm. you get to steal scenes 
yeah, versus a lead. Way. It's like you get used to seeing them on camera. It's yeah. oversaturated versus like that side character comes in, steals the scene. They have like one chance to prove one chance. Very yeah. like I'm always want to be like underdog characters. That's, that's a cool. That's a cool perspective. I don't think I anyone think has a lot ever of <laughs> looked at it. Well, no, I think a lot of people create careers out of being the. Yeah, and then you get your moment to pop. But exactly, right. I don't know. But it's a chance. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to think of some other shows I love. Um, I should. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is what always happens. I'm like, what do I love? Oh. I mean, I always loved the original House of Cards. Um, I stopped watching at like the end of season two, and I don't know why because I really loved it. It it's not good. Anymore. It's not good. Anymore. Yeah, okay. like uh, when Kate Mara was on it, like that's the type of girl. She was awesome. Yeah, like I I love watching shows where I can see myself. Mad Men will always be like top show for oh, me. I love see, Mad Men. I yeah. am not a drama. What's your like comedy? What do you like? Oh my god! I, well, I just I was talking about this yeah. on another podcast, but um, I just watched Shit's Creek. Oh, have you seen it? I've watched episode. It is that team is so good. I mean, I, I'm just astounded by how hilarious it is. Yeah. I'm also now watching Big Mouth. Oh. Which is, that one? Oh, my God. It's Nick Kroll. You know Nick Kroll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he created a show. It's a cartoon mm-hmm. about teenagers going through puberty and how their hormones are. It's oh, very, yes. very crass. Yes, I've Love seen it. an episode. But it is just like nothing What's I've ever seen. What's it called again? Big Mouth. Big Mouth. I've, see, I've and seen it. My, my love, John Mulaney, is in it, which. Oh my God, his stand up is so I good. love John Mulaney. Yeah, I have probably. Have you have seen probably. him live or anything? Like, yes. Well, okay. I've seen him at like the comedy store and stuff, yeah. but I haven't seen his actual show live. But I have watched his specials. I mean. You love comedians. Oh, I love comedians. Yeah. My yeah, husband's really just, into comedians. To, to too. me, like TV, like I. I mean, I obviously um, appreciate the art, but I think I when I watch TV, it's like I want to turn off my brain. I don't want to think yeah, yeah, yeah. so hard, and I feel like dramas you do have to think, which is like kind of where or it turns feel. me off. Yeah, or feel. Uh, yeah, like Handmaid's Tale. I was oh, like, yeah. I, I cannot. I, yeah. I just can't. Like I, I watched like it was the first twenty minutes. Burdensome on my burdensome burdensome yeah. on my emotions. It was like a yeah. An, a mountain was growing inside my heart. I like it you. was too much for me. So you're more of a co- comedy girl. See, I yeah. love dramas, but my husband hates watching dramas because he feels like when he unplugs, it should be happy exactly. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. That's and exactly so I have to I like figure out how to watch my dramas <laughs> since we share the same TV. I mean, we have two TVs in our house. I guess I could go watch in bed, but still, yeah. no, yeah, um, you watch it's nice to watch together, right? Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, Insecure. Oh, I love. Oh, Issa's just. She still has never seen Insecure, Sorry. Scout. It's on your list, girl. Scout, you have to. That was my first Kurt fixation ever on this entire podcast. Oh, you still Sorry. haven't listened Oy, or watched. I'm in trouble. Oh, my God. <laughs> Scout says after every single one of my Kurt fixations, she's like, okay, it's on my list. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> that she never does. I definitely. I have I feel I feel like we should do like a Scout follow up to see if you've ever. Check in. Listen, oh my God, this <laughs> podcast holds me accountable to way too many things. I, love it. I am in way too deep over here. I need to reevaluate my life. I'm honestly just fascinated because I don't have a sister. Oh. Coming on here, I'm like so envious the fact oh. that you guys have each other. I have an older brother. We're very close, but oh, still. We've always wanted an older brother. I've never wanted an older brother. Oh. <laughs> Oops. Oh, really? 
No. Oh, and I've always wanted one. Oh. I thought it'd be so cute if like, we were like the cute little sisters that we had like an older brother to teach us what like condoms were or something. Oh, okay. I, Mom I taught tra- us what condoms were. She did a great job. <laughs> My brother. <laughs> did your brother did teach no. you what condoms are? No. We okay, like drink, we drink beer together. He was okay, never yeah. very protective. Oh, okay. what? I, I'm definitely... Oh my god! If he listens, I'm more of like the older <laughs> sibling. Got in it. A sense. Okay. I got it. You're the I'm, I'm definitely. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very like perfectionist in certain ways okay. and driven and sure. hardworking. And he's really laid back, like Bay yeah. Area. Such a big, like amazing heart. I feel like I'm right. a little cold. Right. <laughs> like, oh my god. Like yeah. a little. My boyfriend's like, you're a little intimidating. I'm like, I'm no. not. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't find I you don't intimidating. Find you intimidating. Okay. Good. I find you quite lovely. <laughs> Blessed. <laughs> Blessed. Tell your tell your boyfriend we find you lovely. Okay, we need uh we need yeah. to move on and yes. get back get get back on track. Um <laughs> I was reading and stalking your your blog. Sorry. I was reading and stalking your blog. Okay, first of all, we need to talk about your photos. Um, yes, they are. I know you wrote a whole blog post about how everyone asks you about <laughs> the camera, so just talk about so the camera because yeah. your photos look like it's a film camera. Who takes them, and can we hire that person? Okay, you take your. Own I photos. take a lot of my own photos. My <laughs> and the ones of you, of you, of you. Um, it's mixed. So okay. I've worked with. I have like a list of like three local girls in LA. I will work with, and okay. I pay. I always pay my photographers. I'm such an advocate of like, if I'm making money creatively, I'm gonna support whoever I can. I love that. But uh, as I was like growing and. I, I've always been a person who actually does take her own photos. I invested and I got a Fuji X-T2 camera. Um, my lens isn't even that nice, but I love Fuji. The way the, the way it looks, mm-hmm. it, it does have this grain to it compared yeah. to the Canons look a little more magazine style, which I have been craving a little more of, but no, I swear by I my Fuji. It. I love your aesthetic. It's, thank you. It's, it seems like you've, took them all on a film camera yeah it yeah. looks amazing do you uh, do your own editing yep i <sighs> what do you use to edit lightroom mm-hmm. and then i have like one filter on Afterlight. i will use sometimes oh, after light i used like, to use I, that in high school yeah, yeah like i don't use visco i uh, i'm really against and i'm sorry if i offend anyone like i i'm kind of exhausted by like the scrolling on Insta where it looks like everyone's photos are the same in the sense they're all using presets. Mm-hmm. It's like you copy and paste this like preset and everyone's photos look the same. The greens are muted. The skin tone's orange. What is it's a preset, first of all? I thought, yeah. it's, I thought it's just a filter. It's like a filter, but you need to have Lightroom. And if you're not working, mm-hmm. so when you shoot on your camera, it can either be raw or just like a JPEG. Mm. And when you shoot on raw, it, there's more... God, I'm not a photographer. Yeah, but <laughs> this is you're very joke. knowledgeable, but, though. Yeah. Because I care about this shit. Yeah. But uh, it's... Uh, there's just more information in the file, so you're able to... Mm. When you're editing colors and shadows, it's more specific, and it mm. can look more natural versus, like, a filter. You just place it on top. Sure. But a lot of people don't know how to edit. God, so, so there's it, a preset it, that you could put on the raw. It kind of just, like, look... Yeah, it. It looks I don't like know. It's stamped on. Yeah, exactly. Got it. I don't, Got it. Uh, I think lately with my social media stuff, I'm like, how can I just keep doing what I'm doing without letting the busyness mm-hmm. of... I, like, sometimes I go through, like, creative overload. I've been scrolling... 
and I and see so much stuff and I'm like, what's my point of view? Exactly. What, what do I want to share? Like, what is my style even? I see some girl wearing like combat boots or something. I'm like, do I wear combat boots? I don't right. remember. It's so bonkers. to that, what yeah. do you think your style is? Like what makes your Instagram and your blog kind of stand out in this yeah. oversaturated field of a never ending photos? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I think this is a tough one. I love working with vintage clothing. I love pulling. When I'm styling a look, it's often influenced by a visual or like art or a movie. There's always a reference point with my style. It's And it, a lot of the times it isn't what I'm seeing on the street, so say. Mm-hmm. It's more like when I go to Paris, I something about the architecture and even like the weather or like an art piece I've seen that's more influencing what I'm wearing versus like maybe something I've absorbed in a magazine you literally are very classic you looked like Paris in Paris you (laughs) you look like you melted into the city like it was very much you could see the influence and you could see and I like like there's this one photo of you with oh my favorite like flowers, like those flowers on the on the east side. Oh, of, like, the bougainvillea, yes, the bogues. Yes. If you follow me, I'm always posting bogues. Yes, yeah, oh, you love your bogues. I love, I love my bogues. those. Remember when we went on a hunt to try to yeah, find we them? We had a photo shoot and we tried to find them and we failed we, miserably. And we ended up next sitting. time, just call me. I yeah. literally know what st- even oh. in this area, I know like where oh, they are. We ran okay, around the block. You. Yeah, we were literally like, and where the we, fuck are these flowers? And then we settled for sitting on someone's random driveway because they had roses. <laughs> yeah, roses. And then they came home. And then they came home and walked right. And we were like, this is the most embarrassing. That's like the standard, like, I kind of like LA because you can take pictures in public and people aren't judging you. But like on someone's lawn. But But like, yeah, there's like private property. We were on private property. (laughs) That's for sure. Breaking the rules. So how often do you shoot? Um, That's where I'm horrible. I feel like I'm not very consistent, but I try to shoot once a week um, depending on... Like different outfits so that you yeah have like and a, yeah. I do notice I think what's trendy right now too is like what I'm actually wearing in real life mm-hmm. in real time which I do respect actually it it is more authentic and mm. in the moment but there are times where I have like a concept or an idea that I saw or it, it's just something that's fueling me and I'm like I need to shoot this look very specifically in this very specific location mm-hmm. and kind of art direct it. What, very hands-on what's your strategy for instagram stories because your instagram <laughs> stories are so beautiful um i don't know if i have a strategy <laughs> I, I i'm just so inspired by landscapes and la and when i'm out and about i want to kind of capture the essence of what i'm seeing around and sometimes i get nervous because i post just a lot of beautiful stuff and i'm like how can if i'm feeling shitty <laughs> How can that translate into the world I do perceive? Um, but I always, because my Fuji camera is so small, even though it's a DS, it's a mirrorless camera, so it's really high res but small body, I can carry it around literally in this purse that I have. Mm. So I'll just pull it out and start shooting everywhere. Most of the time the issue is I don't have someone to take a, pic- like a picture of me. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And like, I've done tri- like tripods, but it just like, doesn't feel organic or yeah. I don't know it's missing something totally. that humanness um so you wrote an article about being an early riser <laughs> and Scout and I are very very much early risers. you're morning people we are morning thank God people to except lately I've been snoozing Scout sorry Oops. I just dropped my phone 
<laughs> Lately, I've been snoozing, and I don't know why, because I've never snoozed in my entire life, and I've always been, like, up the How many times? Like, like, two. Okay. So, it's not terrible. Yeah, it's not terrible. Um, sometimes I'll do more, um, and I don't know what's wrong with me, and it's really depressing me, because I used to be the girl that was up at five in the morning, no problem, mm-hmm. and now, I mean, I still wake up early, like, but by no means am I sleeping, like, super late, you know? I mean, obviously, we have to wake up for work and stuff like that, but... Um, I'm kind of disappointed about it. I don't, I say don't beat yourself up. It, you're, I feel like we go through phases mm-hmm. with morning people. Yeah. What does your morning yeah, routine look like? Guys, yeah. I love morning You don't want to know how early I woke up this morning. Well, I do. You I'm going to I'm gonna yeah. try to beat you. Oh my God. You don't know. I'm t- 4.30. Literally 4 a.m. this morning. Yeah. I was up. Okay. Yeah. I like... Not every day, but I teach fitness classes to supplement. Ooh. I love, I got my personal training license right when I graduated college because in my head, it, I wasn't making money off blogging or anything like that yet. I just knew I'm like, well, I need to make an income some way while I'm sure. waiting for acting to kick off. So I got registered. Um, but morning, depending on the day, like today, I woke up at 4 a.m. I went and taught the 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. I took the class after because it's like I watched other people work out, but I yeah, did not get yeah, my own workout yeah, in. Being a teacher does not mean that you're yeah, working out during those bl- classes. I love where I, I teach right now at this yeah, place called Base Camp. They have one oh, in WeHo. Yes! Yeah. I love Base Camp. Yeah, I teach in Pasadena because it's closer to me. Oh, they have a 5 a.m. class? I swear to God, there's 20 people in this class every That's like Barry's at 5 a.m. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, just like, who are you I, I don't know. I, I'm like, I know how early I got up. Yeah. You're crazy. Wow. I love base camp. Yeah. I love the abs one. Yes. The abs one's good. Today yeah. was leg day. I, I'm all about strength training for women. Mm-hmm. I think there's this whole myth of like bulking and like no, getting, I, the, and I, it's just like not, I usually do strength training. Yeah. yeah. Yes. What's your teaching style? <laughs> my boyfriend came to my class and he's like, you're kind of like a, <laughs> he's like you're kind of like a bitchy like drill sergeant oh my god <laughs> like, that's amazing. great i'm like i don't know if that's the right way to put it but i am very i was a dancer i'm a theater person yeah. like it's very upbeat but i get kind of like Intense. sassy oh, cool. if your form is bad i will come up to you and fix you and touch you and make yeah. because i don't want anyone to get hurt on my watch and you also, want people to ha- get the most yeah. out of their workout like if i see someone slacking too like and they've come to my class a few times i'm like Okay, yeah. you can push it. We have bikes. Yeah. These like air bikes. assault bikes. Yeah. Like, they're really intense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like kind of hardcore, and I also personal train people too. So like, depending on the day, I either teach, personal train, and then on the days where I can sleep in, honestly, I'm up by like seven out yeah. of bed. Yeah. I have a dog. He likes to go for walks. <laughs> like I love drinking coffee. I'm trying to get back into journaling. In college, when I lived alone, or like roommates, not my boyfriend and my dog, <laughs> I would wake up every day and do these things called morning pages. It's from The Artist Way. Do you guys know that? Ooh, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, wow. it's just, uh, it's the whole process is like considered recovery for creatives, but it's just to help unblock you mm. and stop getting in, like, stop getting in your own way mm. in what regards you, to your creativity. What do you do? So before you do anything, check your phone, like, even get out of bed i literally just put my glasses on because i'm blind you just (laughs) like write three pages straight free like uh free form and you're not thinking about what you're writing and most of the time it's just like like sometimes i'm I'm just writing i'm so tired (laughs) bullshit bullshit i need coffee but then all of a sudden 
those three pages were the things that maybe would have taken two hours of your morning because you were in a Mm. funk or like like not feeling your vibe it kind of spills out on these pages but I don't do it anymore because I have a damn dog (laughs) who like sits there and cries and (laughs) you have to take please take me out so then I just I'm trying to work on that back into journaling yeah it's funny that you mentioned that because I used to fill a whole moleskin notebook a year um and I just got back into it and it feels so good I love writing I need to I need to as well I actually this morning now that we're talking about this I randomly just picked up one of my old moleskins and read through it oh, oh I love doing that oh I love doing <laughs> I love that. doing that but I cringe a little oh bit I cr- oh I definitely cringe I was like what the fuck are you saying <laughs> but but there were some really really nice gems and I was brought back to a lot of great memories and times and um, even just struggles that I was going through that I'm not going yeah. through now like it's nice to remind yourself like how far you've come and I kind of it's forgot the perfect memory maker it's mm-hmm. incredible I, I I was like damn I need to I need to start doing this I also heard of a really good practice where every night um, you should just write down one sentence that summarizes your day Ooh. And um, just so that, can you imagine if you looked back in a year and you were able to just, you know, nothing profound, but just like, ima- like have it all. You don't, rem- you probably don't remember what you did last Sunday. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. so incredible to just have that. And you know, we like poo poo the like dear diary, and like I'm not gonna do that, of course. But just to have a record of what you've accomplished or what you've just yeah. done, even if it was like a lazy self care su- Sunday, that's. That's awesome. It's great to have that kind of record of it. I don't know. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I I used to do this thing when I was, what ages? I think like 8 through 16 or 17. Mm -hmm. I would go visit my grandparents and I would write a letter to myself. And I'd tuck it in this drawer and I'd be like, you're not allowed to read it. And I like did that for five or six years and That's then so when cute. they moved out of their house I opened all my letters and the things I told myself when I was like 12 years old I was I know it was so freaking touching I'm like that's so adorable and you surprise yeah. yourself and I, I also and had horrible taste in music it would it'd be like <laughs> I like Led Zeppelin but then like <laughs> Flo Rider or something yeah, horrid yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean it's 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 a it's empowering I think yeah. and um at least for what I read this morning like I think in the time when I was writing it, I was super insecure or was feeling vulnerable. And I was like, ugh, this is shit anyways. Like, I'm just writing. But I kind of looked back and I was like, I don't know. I really was proud of what I wrote. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. So I think everyone should. Let's let's pick it up again. Journaling is something that everybody should do. And I I want you to give some advice to maybe someone who's listening to this that wants to be a creative in Los Angeles or in any kind of major city. They either want to be a blogger or an actress. Um, what advice would you give them to get everything started? Um, okay. <laughs> um, I think the first thing is just to have the courage and to wake up and say, I can do this. Even if it feels so far, so far, it feels so far from myself even where I want to be. But just waking up and thinking, I can do this, and then doing maybe one to two things a day that is like a tiny step towards that. Even if it's like sending one email to ask a favor from someone or ask a question to someone, you're casting the line out that, I don't know, I feel like in the long run, no matter what, you're going to hit what you want. Mm. Um, I think it just takes a lot of courage, especially not not everyone has supportive parents. 
takes a lot of courage to say I want to be an artist or an actor or a writer. Um, I'm trying to think of more advice. Well, how? what about advice for, like, because being an actress, especially in L.A., yeah. com- there comes a lot of rejection. How do you handle rejection? It's a good question. Honestly, uh, I, the rejection thing has never been a hard thing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, rejection in the sense, I am not where I want to be in my career. I would love to be on, like, a Netflix show, killing mm-hmm. it. Like, it's more I'm hard on myself. Mm-hmm. But when someone else does it to me, and says no, I kind of let it roll off my back. I'm like, on to the next. You can't really dwell on it. But I think for people going through this, you have to work on learning, like taking care of yourself and learning what you need to get back onto your feet. Mm -hmm. And I don't know where I got. I've always been kind of scrappy and underdog. And if anyone knocks me down, I'm very much like, I'm back on my feet. Like I will get there. But... I think I learned that from just diving deep in myself and seeing what triggers me, seeing like, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, you're self-aware. Yeah. I think actors need to be. And I always admire actors' resilience and the way that they're able to kind of bounce back quickly from setbacks. Like, for me, I... I grew up in theater. I don't do it anymore, but I grew up. Um, she was really good. Thank you. Every time I she feel sang, like I, knew I this cried. When Scout <laughs> is like my biggest, literally, like the, my she, momager. she would sing me sing a song to me, and I would literally be bawling. What was she's your musical so good. like favorite musical? Like you would oh sing. Oh gosh, she was the narrator in Joseph and the Technicolor. Oh my god, I, I was in that too. I need to find I, those that. Tapes. Was the first show that I did, and then I remember one day I cried to my mom because I started theater before Maddie because I'm older, but Maddie was way better than me. <laughs> And so I cried okay, to this my is mom because I got, I got she got like all the big <laughs> roles and I got nothing and I literally <gasps> bawled hysterically to my mom one night. Did you was, really? Yeah, because oh. you were way better than me. I was, yeah. Okay, uh, well, that's, <laughs> that's a nice modesty right there. <laughs> but no, I, I think my biggest takeaway, and even as a little kid yeah. going through all that, was I think I have a really good relationship with rejection um i do feel like i've cultivated that type of resilience and grit mm-hmm. and t- and like get back up and you know because i also i mean it's just second nature for you to get yeah. rejected as an actor you kind of like can't, crazy uh, there you it's like there's not another option yeah it's me. like yeah. i like uh this last month I got so as an actor especially for commercial work it's like you get put on a veil which means it's between you and three girls you've pretty much like booked it but mm. it's the brand now like deciding do we want to go with the blonde or the brunette pretty much oh my and God. so you kind of have to you block out your calendar you sit there and you either are gonna like make a ton of money and get to be on set and have an amazing day or, or you just nothing. don't book it and that happened a bunch of times and you have to make the choice though in your head there's like no other option just be like on to the next because mm. you won't you, you won't absolutely. survive. If, yeah, if and you see failure as an option, yeah. it'll your dreams will never come true. Yeah, and I feel like no matter what the industry, you can't expect it to happen overnight. Of mm-hmm. course, there are those like exceptions, but if you're not willing to, in your head, to think, okay, I'm gonna keep doing this until I'm 45. Okay, I'm gonna keep doing this until I'm 60. Ma- like for acting, mm-hmm. you kind of just have to trust the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. Trust the ride. Yeah. Because who 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 the fuck knows what's gonna happen? But as long as you're working your ass off 
every being day. kind every but you have to do it every day yeah and advocating for yourself yeah that's a huge i mean you have to be your biggest cheerleader mm-hmm. and that's every every creative job absolutely no one's gonna be patting you on the back i sound so intense right now no, no this, I, i'm like feeling inspired yeah right now. okay i i'm a little bit like if you want it you have to you have to go for it mm-hmm. i mean that tenacity and that grit that you have and that passion i mean that's what's going to propel you yeah. towards successes that you can probably even dream of at one point you know what i mean like the people that keep going are the people that get rewarded in the end yeah I hope everyone like listening to this. It's just like, just go for just it. Like, just guys. do it. That's like what gets me going with Instagram in a sense. I get DMs from girls who are like, oh my gosh, I'm an actress too. Or mm. I'm, I'm working on blogging too. And I love reading your writing and your articles. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I inspired one person today. Yeah. That's all that matters. That's yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. my number of followers or like likes. Yeah. Talk to us about that community. Like mm-hmm. have you... Like, have, how have you been able to foster that? I, I feel like it's changed over the years. Um, I've been curious more and more how I can get more connected mm-hmm. to my followers uh, and relate to them on more of a, like, everyday mm-hmm. vibe, but through the internet. Because mm-hmm. it's so funny because the girls I watch, I notice they are all talking to the camera and having such a good time talking to the camera. Mm-hmm. And to me, I wouldn't really do that every day Mm -hmm. i'm much more like i like privacy a little bit right um i like being in the present moment i constantly forget to insta story because my phone's in my purse which is great and so but i want people to relate with me and i want it's a hard balance it's very hard balance um yeah i feel like the the prerequisite right now is for you to like open up every facet of your life. And And I don't think you need to like, yeah, I don't don't think you need to, you don't need to, no, I don't think you need to, um, just give them enough. (laughs) It's more, uh, my boyfriend and I sometimes talk about this, like being vulnerable shouldn't be a mission to like grow your following or grow your life. Like I, it should just be, you know what? I need to share this because, this is the only op. Like, yeah. I have to share this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting how it kind of it feels like there's been this like U shape, this upside down U of like Instagram. Like first it was super real, right? Yeah. And then it got so polished, curated. really polished and curated. And it's still on it's that. Still it's, it's of still course, curated, of course, but, but it's still on that little hump. But I think people are calling people on their bullshit, mm-hmm. and now it's like the the influencers and the 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 people that are most popular are ones that are super have it all on the line yeah. are just not even have it all on the line but just are more themselves they're more relatable they're yes. more relatable and and they're not that very edited preset whatever you know mm-hmm. type of person and I think I think we're on that other hump of the yeah Instagram which I think is wave, so exciting which is great. And yeah like, I feel so much more connected to those those accounts and Mm -hmm. to social media in that way. Like I, I just went through my personal Instagram and unfollowed a shit ton of people. And what? I was like, get it. I know. Like (laughs) a little, like I, I mean, I was like, I don't need, I don't need to know. I don't, I don't need to know what you're doing. Like, I'm sorry. Like I haven't seen you in 10 years. Don't need to know what you're doing. You look like this body is unattainable. Sorry. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, 
it doesn't serve me and I'm not going to let well, it some cluster my day or clutter my day. Some people forget that we control the content we consume. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And they fall subject to following a bunch of people that don't serve them. Yeah. And they enter a vicious cycle where they're comparing or they're um, picking apart their own insecurities. If someone doesn't make you feel good about your life, Un- unfollow. Follow. We need to do an unfollow, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, like a movement. Because it's just, Instagram should be somewhere you find solace and you find inspiration. And I, like, think, and I just remember, I was looking at my Instagram like scrolling down i was like damn i used to be so inspired yeah this is like my mini magazine like something yeah. and it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't feel, feel like, that. like that you need to go through and unfollow like now when i go through i'm like oh these are the people i actually cared to see and you know what like i, I don't know i just i i was getting into that hole yeah yeah and um i'm proud of myself i am proud of you too i Mads. took the yeah. unfollow pledge Oh great! <laughs> Might have to take an unfollow pledge now. Yes, Gal, you got to do it. Time to you, girl. <laughs> I don't follow that many people. I follow like three hundred and twenty people. I was looking at That's who I followed. And I was like, oh, I don't. I, I follow like a thousand. I'm like, That's not bad. okay. I was, and they're all I was college friends and like people who are from the East Coast. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I hear I'm that. Like, okay, let's end on skincare, shall we? Oh yes. What we are your favorite products? Okay, what am I? I love. Um, do you guys use herbivore? I no. I've heard of it, but what do you use? The lapis oil? Yeah. <laughs> God, I know yeah. everything. I use. <laughs> you really do. I'm very into that. Um, I use. Do you just use that in lieu of moisturizer? Or do you add it to your moisturizer? I use. They have. Um, there uh, there's two. So the pink cloud yes. is their moisturizer. I mm-hmm. use that, and then I use Doctor. Sometimes I switch and do Doctor Jarts water drop okay i yes. love that one is that hyaluronic acid what is that it's just water like super moisturizing it uh is it a serum it's like a cream mm. and but then when it touches your skin it turns almost into like water like interesting it, i don't know it's magic Dude, dr jarts uh, yeah it's popping up everywhere yeah or do you like it i really like it okay it's expensive that's why is it it's kind of i think it was like 30 or 40 that's bucks for expensive. a moisturizer Dude, I'm like, I'm cheap <laughs> about makeup. I literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. my budget, I'm like, I mean, travel. Comparatively, it's yes. not expensive. Yes. <laughs> I use, what else do I use? Um, I saw on your blog that you use Cor- what yes. is it, Corez. Yes, Corez. Okay. Corez. I've seen that brand at Sephora, but what? Tell us it's all natural. about it. Greek. Right? It, I don't think it's like completely all natural. Okay, okay. But um, the face wash I use is Greek yogurt. So it's antibacterial. I my skin as I've gotten older, I've gotten very lucky. Like I don't really break out too often anymore. Oh. Oh, now you're speaking to the wrong well, sisters. Like, yeah, we I get are. hormonal. Honestly, it was on my back, like gnarly. Ooh. That was I think from fitness and stuff. But ah, once I did, this is annoying and like really LA. But I did the whole thirty, and my skin. Yeah, I did. Looked Whole30. amazing. I did Whole Thirty, and my skin looked ten times worse. So there's that what fact. something you that Scott, you were doing something wrong. I was I'm not sorry. doing Whole Thirty wrong. I did it to oh, the wait, fucking team. Was it the meat? Maybe happened. stress. Something else happened. That's because there's no way. I'm telling you, <laughs> girl, we're eating greens. No I'm way. You, I'm telling you, I did Whole Thirty to the T. I followed every that single sucks. rule, and I was breaking out like a bitch. Maybe because you, your body was in shock from being like, good. I don't no, know. I was, I was breaking out before Whole 30 and oh, while I was on Whole 30. That's I, so frustrating. Isn't yeah, that frustrating? Yeah. I'm like, I am like, I haven't ha- touched alcohol or dairy or carbs in. 
30 days and you know bam. when i think when I, so i was i was i mean, I mean we we're going to our listeners aren't going to kill us but <laughs> we talk about how I feel like recently I've always had like pretty good skin and I just got really into skincare and then um, and I was and my skin was really great. And then the past month and a half, I literally can nothing I do can get this hormonal acne what? away. Nothing I do. And then I was looking through my my like old photos yeah. and stuff and I was just like, when did my skin look good and what was I doing? It was right before your wedding, and I, I <gasps> took out alcohol. Took out alcohol. That was literally it. I it took out alcohol. Ugh. And alcohol's like, so good. Okay, I alcohol love drinking guys. or hormonal acne, which I can cover up. <laughs> I know that's. <laughs> I would weigh I that very heavily yeah, on my mind. That was the thing when I did whole thirty. Once it's I got alcohol, I, I met, <laughs> I'm Italian. Like I drink wine. I grew yeah. up like. But I'm. I mean, I'm not drinking every night. Don't worry. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no of course. It, but, but I it's, love drinking. Yeah, and it's just like, ugh, because I can. I can definitely tell if I drink and then like eat kind of shitty, whatever. Like I see it inflamed right a little bit, and it's just like, oof, so directed. But anyways, okay. So you use this. This I use chorus. Okay, yeah, Greek yogurt cleanser. cleanser. I use the lapis, lapis, lapis oil, or yeah. or I use a moisturizer. What do you do in the morning? I literally, guys, I'm so bad about skincare. <laughs> I do like the same thing both oh, that's times. Great. That's great. I use um, is it Consistent. Peter Thomas Ross? Yes. I use his face masks. Okay. I have, like a gold carrot. Yeah, the that gold one was one. fine. Have you ever tried the pumpkin? Enzyme? Yeah, I did that yesterday. I'm gonna do. I'm actually gonna do that too it, because it smells so. Yeah, good. I need like to exfoliate fall. more. I, I have dry skin. I need to exfoliate less. I need to exfoliate more. I don't know. Not, I'm like... I think you should only exfoliate like once a week, okay. right? Once a week. Once or twice a week. I was such a, like a tomboy as a kid. Like even makeup still. Like yeah, I love fashion. I don't makeup. know. Like We don't know one thing We don't thing know about one thing about makeup. Okay, like, good. Because I don't either. Literally don't I got my makeup me. done a couple of days ago for a shoot. I went to Nordstrom to get Charlotte Tilbury because I think her makeup Ooh. for for on Very camera... Fancy. Charlotte Tilbury looks amazing for actors. Yes. It's like a matte finish. So, because for acting, I mean, the glowy, dewy thing is really popular right now. But on camera for acting, it looks terrible. You look like you're greasy, and yeah, it's right. not. You need that matte finish vibe, mm, which in real life finish. might not look that good. But on camera, you look. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Tilbury. That's she, a good tip for acting. She has yeah. apparently a really good concealer. I've heard Ooh. is like her her thing yeah, I use her, her foundation one. I just got there's this clay mask it's not Ooh. it's not all natural or anything like yeah, that yeah, yeah but every time I use it I wake up I'm like well my skin looks amazing it Ooh, looks wow. like I gotta get that yeah that's a clarifying um, mask um she's pricey yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool 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 cool, cool, cool. Um, struggling actor over here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um oh my god this was so this was fun so thank you for having wow, me wow that was quick. That was that was. Qu- I mean, that was an hour. That was yeah. Quick. We've been chatting well, away. Oh um, okay, let everybody know where yes. they can find you. Okay, um, you can find me on Instagram. My handle is KT. The letters KT Zahorik, which is my last name Z A H O R A K, and then my uh, blog is eastwestedge.com. You can find me on IMBD, I guess. But Ooh, there you go. <laughs> That's like an. Well, you can find thing. me on what? Do you know what IMBD is? Oh yes, of course. Like oh, as an act, this is an actor thing. 
So do you plug their IMVD. You do because the more hits and more times people tap on it, your star number goes up. Guys, and as everyone, like a non-famous person, okay, it doesn't matter. Everyone like, go to like literally I, like a month ago, I was like at like a hundred thousand, and then I looked yesterday, and I was like at a million. Wow. So it's like it's literally Fuck until rates, you're yeah. like until you're huge booking all the time. Yeah. Okay, we're wow, going to put that okay. in the show notes so everyone can go check you out. <laughs> and just like click so on IMDb and fa- <laughs> refresh the page. Keep refreshing, <laughs> keep refreshing. Amazing. Oh my God. Um, and you can find me at Maddie Mayo. You can find me at Scout Sobel and you can find OKSIS at OKSIS Podcast. Thanks, Catherine. Thank Thanks you for having love. me, guys. It was so great. Bye, sisters. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life tune in every thursday to i'm not your shrink wherever you listen to podcasts while i'm not your shrink i am still human and i'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together